0: Welcome to another exciting episode of Trucking Life of a Trucker. Wow, um, yeah, what an interesting day for the update on May 6, 2019. I had to think about what year it was, really? I had to think about what year it was? I don't even know what to say. So, how did the day go? Well, started about an hour later than I wanted to. I uh, wanted to get to the truck and on my way by 7 a.m., So which means I had to be up at 6. However, at 6 when I set my alarm, the snooze button was my best friend. Yeah. So, I kept hitting the snooze button and finally got up about 10 minutes to 7. Barely got some uh, coffee in me so I can have my wife take me over to the truck. And she didn't really want to because it was just too short of some time. Because it just wasn't enough, you know. I was just there for probably about 10 hours before bed. Because after the barbecue, we watched some Charmed. And then I actually fell asleep during the middle of of the episode. So I got to bed like a little after 9 p.m. So I got my beauty rest. Then I have the most interesting trip ever. And I say interesting because this one routed me on US 27. And we were headed down to what was this place called? Kentucky? Kentucky? Is that, is that too mean to say? Um, let's see. Ah, oh, yes, it was Walton, Kentucky, south of Cincinnati. Oh, wow, well, that was a maddening run, too. First of all, it's all two-lane highway the whole way. Um, hit um, Hit a, what do you call it, a detour that took me 20 miles out of my way, which was not fun. Then I went through this uh, place called Oxford, Ohio, and oh my goodness, driving through this little town. uh, I guess, is this the actual? It says Maine University here on the Google Maps. Let me click on it here. Maine University, Oxford, yeah. So, US27 decides to go right in front of the campus And then on top of it, it turns and makes a right and goes down another side of the campus. So you're stopping every two feet to deal with uh, people who, you know, pedestrians trying to cross the street. So it was about 20 minutes just to go around this block because there was just so many kids and you know what they don't even look where they're going they're just staring at their phones dumb kids man (laughs) but yeah so now I know an area to avoid in the future if I ever get routed through here I'm going to have to find a different way around that mess Um, because you definitely don't want to drive through that finally after dealing with a lot of neighborhoods and stops I finally got sick of it and jumped on to 275 and worked my way around um, to get across um, Cincinnati so I could make it down to Walton, Kentucky. Walton, huh? which was just a small little facility. Easy unload live load didn't take very long, about 45 minutes, so I, I can deal with that. Then after that, I headed to this lumber yard. And where was this lumber yard? Um, Peebles? 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 as I say it. Peebles, Ohio. And this place was a mess. A pull-in there. It's just I want to say dirt lot, but it was just a mud hole lot with with mud everywhere. I mean, you couldn't... I was worried about getting the truck stuck. Well, was kind of funny because when after I dropped my trailer, I was backing up to um, the trail I was going to hook up to, and I get about three feet away from the trailer, and my back tires were spinning because it was on some type of hill, and the dirt was real loose with mud underneath it, and it took about five or six tries... And so it was kind of tricky because I had to kind of, like, gun it to keep the the truck moving, but yet be able to stop it before it gets too close to the trailer. You know, so I don't whack it. Luckily, the trailer was high enough off the ground I was able to just get close enough underneath it so I can lower the trailer and then get underneath it. So, yeah, not a fun little yard. I mean, it could be damaging the equipment, and then on top of it, on the, on the ground where all the mud is, there's um, boards in the way, and I'm worried about damaging my tires, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. I'm going to break something here. But this load was going up to Wisconsin Rapids, almost about a little over 600 miles away. And... Uh, I made it to a TA, let's see here, was it just before Indianapolis, I think it was over in um, somewhere like near Richmond, and this TA, they had a special on Mondays called, um, Monday Buffett, I'm like, okay, cool, Buffett, only 10 bucks, why not, huh? Well, that was the driest food I've ever eaten in my life. The chicken was dry, um, the meatloaf was dry, the pork chop was all right, but for the most part, was not impressed with uh, their food. It's called an iron skillet. Not recommended. And of course, I had to pay for parking at that TA because you know why? Because TA thinks it's real funny. To put ten free slots, and then the other—it's um, like ten. What was just say? Ten percent of their slots are the free, and the other ninety percent are paid for, which is stupid. And it's fourteen dollars. Uh, Rip me off, man! I didn't even take a shower. It was screw this, man! I could take a shower and pay for parking and then dinner. It's gonna get me for fifty fucking dollars. Ridiculous. But the night was good, um, quiet, and uneventful. So there we go. There is my update for May 6, 2019. And we will catch you tomorrow. Welcome to the update for May 7th, 2019. I'm sitting here in the Marshfield Terminal. I'm looking at, um, well, I'm watching some Stacy plays here in the computer lab. But why am I sitting in here playing on a computer? Well, my truck is being taken apart. Hmm, well, oh, I'll get into that in a bit. But let's go ahead and get into the hot topics for today. <laughs> hot topics. Well, oh. uh, woke up, left that crappy TA. Well, I mean, the TA was okay. But, yeah, I, I think I mentioned it before that, that restaurant. I mean, it was so bad I couldn't even eat breakfast. I just couldn't have food in the morning. Just couldn't eat. So as soon as I got out of there, I decided, hey, let's get on down the road. Because today's schedule is going to be really, really tight. And according to my schedule that I've time figured out, I, I probably run out of my clock just before, I, while I'm at the customer. And then I'll have to wait to be unloaded and probably have to spend the night at the customer. At least the customer did allow overnight parking. So it was kind of a bonus. So I was kind of already planning to be... Uh, staying at the customer. my problem is, like, oh, I won't get a shower. Bummer. So. Why do I have? Oh, oh, okay. So I went to my fuel stop, my, my next one, right? Uh, this was kind of like something I think is kind of funny when I do see this. You know, when you go to a truck stop, you know how you, especially the busy ones, you have to wait behind another truck. And usually the truck that's ahead of you in the fuel, you'll pull up a little bit out of the fuel islands and park, you know, maybe finish up his, his 30 or go into the store and buy something like a food or a snack or whatever, whatever he needs, coffee, you know, to get supplies. <laughs> but it's funny when somebody comes up with their personal pickup, yeah. Their personal pickup to get diesel now first of all they're already sitting there you could tell they're getting anxious because they're just sitting there waiting for the truck to go forward and then they finally get to the pump oh well, this one guy i don't think he was very happy um he was of course the guy in this lane he pulled up parked his truck went inside the store uh the guy behind him in the pickup go ahead got his diesel fuel but just as he was finishing up, another semi comes and pulls up right behind him. Oh boy! Well, your quick trip to the gas station to get your diesel—you're gonna be stuck there for a while, buddy. And he was—he was—he was stuck there for a good—I don't know—20 minutes. And he was kind of pinned in there, you know—a uh, semi in front of him and a semi behind him. Oops. I bet you he won't do that ever again. He'll probably go to the personal vehicle section to fill up his pickup. Because <laughs> they usually do sell diesel at those pumps. It might not be at all the pumps, but they usually have diesel at the personal vehicle yeah section. I just don't think, maybe, I don't know. But I guarantee you, he'll probably uh, think about that and make sure he's not in the, the truck section. It's even though the sign at the truck stop says trucks with an arrow and autos with an arrow, autos doesn't mean car and trucks means you know, passenger trucks. And I just I just got a kick out of that today. That just that just made my day. <laughs> so I get a call from my fleet manager. Told me that my truck was due for prevent maintenance. She said, Oh right, yeah, we have to get down with the next customer which was in yeah. Uh, Wisconsin Rapids. Which is strange, because it was a place i have been to before, but when I looked it up on Google, I'm like, I don't remember this place. And when I got there, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 as I was pulling up, I remember this place now. Uh, yeah, to- total total brain fart, you know? Especially after coming up here and dodging people in Chicago. I swear, every time... There's this one... Um, this place where it's two, yeah, 294 and then it switches to 290 when it switches from 290, and then again when it switches back to 90. And on both of those scenarios, the off-ramps are horribly, horribly designed. Ugh, there's always a traffic jam there. Someone tries to want to whack into me. It's total chaos. I don't know why. Most of the um, on- and off-ramps throughout Chicago, see, most of them are okay, but these particular two, when I'm heading uh, west westbound on i-90 oh i just i just dread these two spots because they're just miserable somebody's gonna cut you off or you're just not gonna let you over and today it wasn't that anybody cut me off they just weren't letting me over <sighs> yeah oh yeah oh yeah back to where i was um yeah we're talking about the pickup I get here about, I still have two hours left on my clock, so I'm doing pretty good on my clock. I just didn't know how long I was going to be stuck getting unloaded. I got there, and as soon as I got into there, into the dock, uh, another rail truck pulls up, and he's like, I only got an hour on my clock. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, yeah, I've been here about, well, 45 minutes or so, and they're just now starting starting to feel somebody back there, starting to unload those, you know, The cargo. He's like, really? He's like, what am I gonna do? I don't know. Hopefully they get me done within an hour because I can use that last hour to get back up to Marshfield. And you know, because I figured it's it said on the on the GPS it would take about 40 minutes to drive from there to here. Plus I still needed time to drop the trailer, sweep the trailer, all that, you know, fun jazz. Luckily, they got me done. I was able to check out and get out of that customer with only an hour and fifteen minutes on my clock. So, ooh, I was doing good. Um, Had a nice, beautiful drive in the sunset with the sun in my eyes. I don't know what it is about the birds, but they were just dodging me like crazy. Oh, oh, oh! On my way. What what highway was it on? Um, It was Wisconsin seventy-three. So I'm driving after just after getting off of I thirty-nine. I'm driving down Wisconsin 73. This is the weirdest, almost disgusting. It was disgusting, but literally it was a deer graveyard on the side of the road. I think it was about a stretch for about two to three miles. And I'm kidding, not kidding you. There was a deer every, I don't know, I want to say almost every, what was to say, every about 500 feet on both sides of the road I mean there was just deer carcasses everywhere just littered the side of the road up just like normally you see one you know maybe once every 50 miles or something like that but no, this was just littered with uh, deer carcasses everywhere some some were fresh and some were a lot older and you know rotten and it was just disgusting it was bizarre like I said it was like it was like a deer graveyard and just ugh, gross, gross, gross. Ugh. I guess if I guess if you're hungry for deer, you know where to go. <laughs> but it was like holy cow, and it's kind of funny because after I got past all that, then they had a sign on the side of the road saying, "Hey, deer cross here." Well, I should have had that sign back where all those carcasses were. You might as well just say, "Oh, this is this is a deer graveyard." Ugh. But yeah, that was pretty. Pretty interesting. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. Uh, So, got something new today. Anyways, I get out of the customer, get up here to Marshfield, you know, about 25 minutes, left on the clock, plenty of time to drop the trailer, sweep the trailer, and do a post-trip, and finish my day. Because originally I thought I was going to end up not having enough time, and getting, you know, having to spend the night at the customer, and then coming to do my preventive maintenance in the morning, I said it was going to take about four hours or so. Um, I think they're still working on it. I haven't looked out the window to see on the status of that, but they've probably been working on it for about... What time did I get here? I want to just guess two hours. I can't remember what time I... I don't remember. Because after I got here, I went up to the maintenance people and said, hey, I need to prevent a, a preventive maintenance, and are they going to get me in? So I was like, yeah, but that would be perfect because now they can get me in during my 10-hour break, but it's even more than 10 hours that I can get here because I don't have to pick up my relay here in the morning until about uh, 6.30. Well, i got to start at 6.30 to do my pre-trip, and then I can go grab the trailer. So really, six I'm getting like 12 hours here. Yeah, cause it's been about, yeah, it's about... I got 10 hours from now, right? That's 11. No, it's 10.30. It's 10.30 now, so yeah. That's, what, 6, 7, 8? Yeah, I don't know. I got about 8 hours, so I figured i yeah, get some sleep here in the next hour. I might have to use the bunkhouse, but I was kind of hoping that maybe if we can get it done, then I can go to the truck and go to sleep. Try to get uh, at least 7.00. Uh, I'll probably stretch it no later than that, but I'll probably check on it now. I can probably walk over there. Oh, jeez. Kind of cool. You can see the the bay from down here. Oh, oh, he's playing with my DF. They're still playing with wrenches down there. Uh, the hood's still open. Yep. Yeah, they're still going to town on her. Oh. Okay, I go back to my little cubicle. Seeing over here, the cubicles for these uh, these computers kind of reminds me of the days of the office. There are moments, there are moments I do miss it, but instead of looking out the window of my office, I'm looking out the windshield of a changing environment and wanting to, wanting to cuss out people in Chicago. <laughs> Yep, so my truck's getting preventive maintenance, and if they find anything else wrong with it, they'll fix it. So this is good, at least now I know it's been done, because I don't know when it's ever been done on this truck. I mean, I would think it would have been done just before it was assigned to me, but I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things I just don't know. But it's it's good it's happening now. Only thing I'm not a fan of, I'm just not a fan of this Marshfield terminal after being spoiled in Gary. Cuz in Gary in the showers, you get your own individual room. Here in Marshfield, it's literally a shower stall in the restroom next to the toilets and the urinals. So I get in there, start taking my shower, it's nice and warm, I'm feeling good, I've just got to the point of getting all sudged up, and all of a sudden, the water pressure dies and then it gets cold. Wah, 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 because somebody was in the shower stall right next to me and decided to turn on his, and I guess with two people showering at the same time, it just wasn't enough for it, so. We both kind of had drippy and cool showers but luckily i was near the end like i said i just finished soaping up so all i had to do was rinse just about the time i got all rinsed off the water was nice and cold and it was time to get the hell out of there right but it was very very awkward when you're at the sink and you're trying to shave and brush your teeth and groom yourself and people are just coming in there right next to you and they're just pissing in that urinal (laughs) i can't you know Best way I can describe it, just is awkward. Because in Gary, like I said, you get your own little room. Uh, you know, you got some privacy in there. You can brush your teeth and not have somebody walk up and start taking a fucking piss. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that was my highlight of the showers here. Oh, and there's no cafeteria. Everything's kind of one room here. Is like right next to me over here is the driver's lounge in here they're in the computer area there's like two computers there. yes there's a phone in here I guess if you wanted a phone home <laughs> I guess if you didn't have a cell phone or out of minutes to charge for minutes anymore I don't know but definitely kind of an older style I mean it's clean it's nice it's just Nah, not a fan of the showers here huh. And then uh, instead of having a cafeteria, they'd got these vending machines. I paid $3 for a burger from one of those. That really didn't bring much in with me to. While they're working on the truck, I'm just like, you know, it takes four hours and I gotta figure out what time it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially when they're still out there tearing it apart. But that's that. I guess I'll find out how it all went, and I'll, I'll leave that as like a, a cliffhanger for tomorrow's clip. Well, it's kind of funny because you just after I'm done with this segment, you're gonna know in the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say, right now, looking out the window, the passenger side of my truck is apart, and they're working on something that's below the door, Some some part that I don't know. They've been on that part. I'm guessing they do things like change the oil, check the brakes, and pretty much uh, make sure she's uh, safe, which that's very important. Very important is to have a safe truck. Oh, I think that's all I got on my notes for today. Uh, don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I, I, I did get a pre-trip, but I haven't really... Looked at it that much. I know I'm taking it from like from here in Marshfield. It's going to be a relay, and I'm going to be taking it to Indiana. So I'll be taking that tomorrow, Wednesday. Taking that tomorrow on Wednesday. Maybe if I can hang around the Indiana area, I'll be able to get some home time. But I'll probably get some home time quicker this time if they pay attention to my 70, because I'm burning through it already. So it should be burnt up by probably by Thursday afternoon this time because I burned it up Friday afternoon, and then I started. No, I started on yeah Sunday, Sunday morning to go home. So wasted three hours there, and then two days worth of uh, eleven o'clock. So it's twenty-two, about twenty-five hours already gone off of it. And if I use a calculator calculator later. 70 minus 25. Oh, why is the number pad not working? Uh, goofy computers, with Windows 7 on it. Windows 7, yeah. Uh, 70 minus 25. No, that's not what I wanted. It's about 45 hours. So yeah, I could probably burn that up by Thursday. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. And it's just a guesstimate because I'm not actually looking at it. Everything's in the truck. Uh, Okay. I think I'm going to end this now. And I'm going to watch some Stacy plays. And if they're not done with my truck by the time I finish Stacy plays, I guess I'll just have to go to the bunk room for a bit until they are done. So that way I can get some sleep. For tomorrow's adventure yes jam all all. Face. Woo. <laughs> okay i'll stop i'll stop sorry about that it's not every day you get the jam to such uh, good tunes in the truck well not really good there's a station in chicago i always listen to it's called 100.3 and um, I like it in the morning because is it Rick and Jubal or something there's this cool I like the morning show they have on there it's fun to listen to but it's a station that plays like uh, I think like 80s 90s uh, 2000s and today it plays like all kinds of range of genres it's it's a good station you never know what they're going to play on there (laughs) okay update for May 8th 2019 Ugh oh, I am tired. Tired as fuck. Did not get much sleep last night. After I finished um recording the podcast last night, yeah. I watched some Stacy plays. And you know how that goes when you go from one video to another video and next thing you know you're there for hours on YouTube. Yep, that's what happened. What made me stop is that I got the text message from maintenance saying, hey, your truck's ready. Come down and get it. Oh, okay, cool, sweet. So I went down and got my, my truck. They did, uh, uh, according to the paperwork, it looks like they did some uh, annual work, like I'm guessing uh, they did oil changes and a filter change. It just says prevent maintenance on this one. Yeah, doesn't really get into details, but then... Uh, They gave me another one here called Equipment Work Done. Let's see what they did to it. Cab and sheet metal. Um, Looks like it says, add notes 1.5, Repaired broken mounts for skirt. I guess that explains why the side of the... When I was saying last night, uh, the side of the truck was off. So I'm not sure how that happened unless it was at um, a pothole customer. Remember I heard something, you know, scraping? Never would have thought, you know, those side skirtings could have been what happened there. Probably was enough to uh, uh, damage those mounts. That would be my guess. Um... And then they did something to the fuel. It says replaced uh, missing bolt to secure ECM harness top of engine. I'm not entirely sure what that is. Uh, what I probably should Google what an ECM harness top of engine is. But I guess there was a, a bolt missing on there. Expandables. Replace some spare missing fuses. Okay, I guess uh, they gave me a bag of those. Maybe I was supposed to put them somewhere. <laughs> um, so now I got double the fuses. Cool. Um, and then it says uh, fluid inspect and topped off the coolant, oil, and washer fluid. So sweet. And then they topped off the clutch clutch fluid. So very easy, no no major problems, which is good. I got the maintenance done. Took them probably about, maybe about four showers, and then finally I got the truck to where it was. then I came in here and then I tried to lay down and go to sleep, but because my mind was so active about what I'm gonna do the next day, I was just, oh. So I probably lay down another hour before I fell asleep, so then when I woke up, I would say I probably only got about four and a half hours of sleep maybe. Because I fought that alarm clock. I kept hitting the snooze and snooze and snooze. And then finally what woke me up was, oh, my pre-plan got canceled. Oh, okay, well, I'm just going to continue to snooze, I thought. And finally getting a message from my fleet manager. Go ahead and empty, empty a trailer, which means go get, go get an empty, finding you a new pre-plan. Oh, okay, time to get up, do a pre-trip. Had no coffee this morning because the Marshfield Terminal didn't have a place to get coffee and I was up too late so I couldn't make me coffee so it was just pretty much oh I guess I'm just gonna have have a soda pop I yeah, famous last word soda for for morning not not a good idea. Um, so I go over and look at the uh, empty trailers to go pick them up because the computer um, and workflow likes to complain when you take the um, same trailer that you just dropped previously. However, I looked in the ins- inside of the trailers that were there, they were all dirty as hell. Nobody sweeps them out. And I swept mine out last night, and luckily, it was still sitting there. So I'm like, "You know what? I'm not sweeping out a different trailer. I'm just going to send a message to my fleet manager, let him know I'm, I'm taking this trailer, you know, because seriously, if you if you work for here and you leave your trailer as part of the drop and hook process, even if you don't even have Make time for it. Make it happen. Because it's a part of the job. So get it done so somebody else doesn't have to waste their clock doing your job. You see what I mean? It works both ways. Somebody's going to end up having to 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 waste the clock on it. And it's better the person who's dropping it than the person who's picking up. Yeah. Luckily, my trailer was still there. I got the benefits of my my own clean trailer. At least somebody else didn't. You know, uh, uh. yeah, yeah, clean it out, clean it out, clean your trailers. I don't care if you have to get back there with your tongue and lick the motherfucker, clean your fucking trailers. Sorry, excuse me. (laughs) So, I grab my nice, clean, empty trailer and I go about 40 miles to what was this town? something Child, Wisconsin. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. I usually been writing this down. Rothschild, Wisconsin. Got there. I got loaded up. And you're not going to believe this. Where I had to drop, it was a relay, and I had to drop it literally a few blocks down the street at a relay yard. That was the longest haul i've ever done or, or should i say shortest haul i've ever done and as i'm pulling in there a guy in a bobtail is like oh yeah that's my load is it, yeah it's going yep 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 it's going to um walkerton uh indiana oh okay i'm taking it i'm taking it okay here you go and as a matter of fact as i'm doing my workflow this boy is back here He's putting the landing gear down, he's disconnecting the lines, he's getting that trailer ready to, for me to pull out from underneath it. And I'm like, holy cow, okay, okay, let's let's get moving, alright, cool. So easy, uh, that was probably the quickest uh, relay I've ever done, because that guy wanted to get that trailer and get moving, because he was, I guess he needed that load to get home. Hmm. And I guess I was kind of the, the guinea pig, so... That was the story behind that. Because even when I was looking, I am going, I can do this run. This is just going to Indiana. It's almost the same as the relay I was going to pick up in Marshfield. But whatever. Okay. So I ended up uh, bobtailing it back to Appleton. Almost uh, almost about 100 miles. Now, I've never really done much bobtailing except around the yard. So driving bobtail for that long of a distance... Everything handles differently. The braking's really sensitive. The shifting's totally different. It's so easy. It's, it's you barely have to give it any RPMs. You don't have to. It's so I can't explain it. It's so different. And even the way it handles on the road, it's it's it feels like something's wrong. And then you look in your mirror and there's like, oh, there's no trailer back there. Keep looking, oh no, there's nothing back there. And you keep trying to turn it like a, a little bit more, but it's kind of nice, but it, it doesn't feel natural. It just does not feel natural to Bobtail. It's like, something's wrong here. Something's missing. Did I hit the uh, fifth wheel button or something? Where's my, you know... Although, it helped me with my fuel mileage for today because of the relay I was picking up. Was, what was it, 43,000? 43, uh, yeah, 43,500 43, on um, paperweight. Paperweight. That's funny. Well, that's, yeah, that's what it was. Paperweight. <laughs> I can't get any more descriptive than that. But I, I've really learned how to transport the paper stuff, especially the rolls. I know exactly where to put my tandems. It's perfectly on the D. If you put them perfectly on the D, you'll be, your equal weight distribution will be about 30, 32, you know, 32, little, little Speak today, thirty-two thousand and some change on each. You know, on the drive axle and the trailer axle. It's just kind of like I know that spot where where it's got to be, and it's it's worked out every time. It's almost to the point now I don't even have to weigh them, but I weighed it when I got here to Gary just to kind of see if my guess was right, and sure enough I was. And when I picked this up, his relay trailer, uh, first issue was of course the tandems were. All the way pushed, uh, not to the back, but to the front, as far as they can go. So they must have had a hell of a lot of weight on their back ends. They probably killed their fuel mileage bringing it there. And they brought it down from um, the northern peninsula, which is a spot that I was at a long time ago. So I know where it came from. So, man, they must have killed their fuel mileage. I'm guessing the one-way station that they probably had to go past wasn't open. How would you not know? Yeah, they would have been way over, way over on that back end. And what else did they do? Uh, obviously, when they brought it in, they must have brought it in in the middle of the night too because I do my, my safety check of the trailer. And what do I see? Oh, the marker lights on the top back of the uh, trailer are out. Normally they inspect it, you know, if you, you know, when you come to the fuel bay, but either he bypassed it or came to the middle of the night. I don't know. But I had to go into maintenance and say, all right, I need this to be fixed. Okay, here we go again. Killing time on my clock for the day. Although it wasn't bad. It was only about 30 minutes. But still, it's 30 minutes. Would it have saved me what happened later on down the road? I don't know. It, it, it could have. It could have. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, yeah. How nice. Because originally this next load is going to be 7.30 in the morning. Right now where I'm sitting, if I don't hit any traffic or any issues, I should be there right at 7.30. I'm probably going to realistically be there about 8. I already know that, so I don't have to send a message to my late manager in the morning, say, eh, man. Eight's probably more realistic, but on paper, I can make it there by 7.30 by math, and everything's going on. Heck, I can make it there by 7.24. If I, if I, yeah. yeah but you know how it is. I you want know, to have to deal with a little morning traffic of the last end before I get out of here. And speaking of traffic, going through Chicago today, An I-94 was the worst, I mean the worst, I have ever experienced. I mean, it wasn't too bad with the drivers. Actually, the drivers were pretty pretty good today compared to how Chicago can be. It was not too bad. Even though it was slow, there wasn't any major stopping. It it pretty much slowly, slowly flowed. But I hit it right about, uh, just about, I'm trying to think of this location. I want to say, we'll just say about 30 miles away from Gary. We'll go with that kind of analogy. I'm not sure on a landmark. I can't think of one on top of my head to say where the backup. But it happened a lot sooner. Uh, There's a spot where you're on uh, 94, and 94 kind of divides off to go to 294, and there's some construction in that area. That's where it began. Normally, there is a little traffic in the construction, then it clears up for a bit until you get to... You know, just about the part where you're looking straight at the city. Chicago looks so close, but yet so far away. But the traffic was consistently horrible all the way through it until until Gary here. Just a slow, slow crawl. And it ate up three hours of my clock. Three hours. Cause originally where I was sitting, time wise. Heck if I if I was only stuck in Chicago traffic for like two hours, like the last time I worked. But most of the time it's usually like maybe an hour, hour and a half. Um, I think one occasion it was two hours. But this was, blew my mind three hours. Because I could have made it at least right up to my customer. I would have to find a place to, you know, stay the night. but Because the customer doesn't have overnight parking. But I could have gotten as close as possible. However, I got, uh, to, of course, to Gary... I'm like, well, I'm down to an hour. I normally would be looking for parking anyway. So I just went ahead and came over here to the terminal. Plus, that way... I can uh, get some food. Because I really, really love this... uh, uh, What does he want to say? Cafeteria cook or restaurant that they have in there? My God, their food is good. Very well done. It's hot. It's tasty. Even the fries are delicious oh, it's so, so good. It's better than Marshfield in there. Yeah, and the showers are better. I just, so far out of all the terminals that I've been to uh, for rail transport, the Gary one is my favorite. It's the best. Lots of parking. Uh, Wi-Fi is decent if you know where to park in the parking lot, and I'm not going to share that information, but if you want a hint, look for, if you're a techie guy, you know what to look for. That's all I'm going to say. If you're a tech guy, and you know what a Wi-Fi uh, extension repeater looks like, or any of those type of devices? That's all I'm going to give you. But if you deal with it, I get p- great. I get my phone updates. The Wi-Fi is really, really good. I'm, I'm not like most of the people where they get bad Wi-Fi. And this place is packed right now. And I'm watching YouTube videos. I'm going to watch one more Stacy plays video, and then I'm going to crash. Actually, i got to look at my clock here. Yeah, about four minutes i got to make sure I am asleep. Wow, holy cow, look at how long I've gone on this one. There's one small point. As I was coming here to Gary, uh, a truck was getting off the interstate, you know, on an, on an off-ramp. And all of a sudden, out his uh, driver's window, I see a cup and a bag, you know, like a McDonald's bag or something, just come flying out his window, almost hitting me. And all I can think is, what the hell's wrong with people? I mean, can't you wait till you get to a place and throw your trash away? Do you have to throw it out the window and litter? Seriously. People. Truckers, come on. Uh You know. I guess there's just some out there that just... They don't care. I guess it's just people out there just don't care. It's sad. It really is. It's sad. Ah. <sighs> Well, that was my update and my rant for 17 minutes. Holy cow, sometimes I can really go, can't I? I hope you're enjoying this all. Because I know I am. I'm having fun doing this. It's a lot of fun. As you can tell, that's why I think my segments keep getting longer and longer. Because I'm really enjoying getting my feelings out and explaining my day. And it's also fun, too, to go back and listen to. I was listening to the one from last week today while I was driving. And it's kind of nice to reflect and look back. Yeah, that was my week. And to think, I think this one's going to be the 8th eighth, eighth episode, so it would have been, it's going to be week 8. It's like, holy okay, cow, i got to do something special for week 10. And then like week 50 and 100. Yeah. Maybe I'll give myself a prize. Yeah. Anyways, you all have a good night, and let's see what the radio's got. See what I mean about this station? Now no, no, That's listenable. I'm going to go listen to this now. Welcome to the update for May 9th, 2019. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I'm currently sitting in... Let's see, what's this place called? Sadieville, Kentucky. Really? Sadville? Sa- Sadville? Sadie? Sa- s- probably spelled, pronounced like Sadie... Sadie... Sadieville, Kentucky. I don't know, but I want to call it Sadville, Kentucky. Because everyone here is just sad. Especially the lady at the counter at the Hardee's here. When I go to order my burger, damn, she was just so damn depressed. She just needed to go home. Oh. <laughs> so how are you all doing tonight? Me, I'm feeling pretty good. Starting to feel a lot better over the whole cold that I've had for almost a week now, I think. Yeah, a week a little bit left there. I can feel it going away. I'm coughing up the last bit of the phlegm, so it's getting my getting my spirits up, if you know what I mean. Uh, finally, uh, got my Montana tax return, so that's coming in. Will be deposited tomorrow. So that also put me in a good mood. So that means I pay off um, with payday, and the tax return. I uh, get to pay off the credit card. Pay off the Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus. So that's that's a that's a cool thing. And then I won't have any debt here. Mm hmm. All right. I'm trying to think, remember what I was doing. Oh, yeah, I started my day in Gary. I actually had to think about that. Yeah, I stayed the night in Gary last night. Got upright and bushy tailed, not really. I did not want to wake up. As again, I've been, lately, this seems like this whole week I've been doing that is, is using the snooze button. Um, i need to stop doing that i really need to stop doing that the snooze button is not my friend man it just makes it so i don't get coffee i don't get something to eat and i have to hurry up and i got to get my bottom going yeah so that was my morning get up oh I, well, I had to run in the uh it you know a couple minutes late to get the pre-trip started because i got hit by the shits before i had to go and do it yeah. well that's either here or there uh, get out of there. Um, traffic was pretty good up into uh, Michigan, up there to St. Joseph. I was about uh, the nice customer. I uh, was in there probably for about an hour total, total hour, and they let me clean up. The, they let me pull over um, after I got unloaded to the dumpster, and I got to empty out all the dunnage and sweep it out and get it all nice and clean. I like customers like that where they, you know, they understand how we feel about keeping our trailers clean. Hint, 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 and hint, and hint again. <laughs> ah, and I'll get into the, the trailer that I picked up on my relay. So I went from St. Joseph up to after I delivered there up to Battle Creek, Michigan, and in Battle Creek, there's this one funky turn where I had to turn and go right turn onto some railroad tracks, and while I'm still on the railroad tracks, make a left turn on Nesserex Road. Uh, and I kind of see why they routed it that way, because when I got down the road later on, I noticed um, a sign for a 10-foot-2, I think it was ten, ten-two 10-2 bridge. So that makes sense. It ain't my fault they built their placed their bridge there. But I got in there, uh, again, another easy in-and-out. However, this trailer has some flappy problems. Whoever had this trailer last, or the yard dog, or somebody... Um, I guess they're called trailer skirts? Either the little wind uh, aerodynamic thingy bobber on the bottom of the trailer. Well, on the bottom of that, there's this little kind of like rubber rubber flap. That's about, I don't know, I want to say about four, four or five inches in length. And not in length height yeah because it goes the same length as a skirt we're going to call it a skirt if that's what it is or not anyways it's all busted up and it's all flapping around I'm driving down the road this thing's flapping around I'm like okay this isn't going to work so I get off at a rest area I'm like alright good old duct tape busted out the good old black duct tape and I'm sitting there in the rest area taking my 30 duct taping a trailer skirt now, yeah, of course, other people don't bother me right now. I'm busy. Um, who was that, anyways? Oh, Wi-Fi network available here at this loves. That's really nice. Thank you. And a guy comes up and says, oh, you just don't want that falling on the road. I'm like, no. We'll see how it holds up at the end of the day. And uh, it rained pretty good. No, not good. About the time I got to almost Cincinnati. It was, yeah, about Cincinnati. Which, by the way, I've never driven um, 75 through Cincinnati before. Definitely no Chicago. But still, it's a big construction-y mess is what it was. The traffic flowed. It did slow down at times. But it's a construction mess right now. I'm not sure if the bypass on this one would be any faster because the 275 it's a huge bypass it really loops around it's looking at a map it's it's got to be at least what 40 miles to go around there maybe it's a big loop big big loop around there because it goes like in order to finish that loop you end up going uh, when it starts in Ohio, you would end up in a little bit of Indiana, then come back down to Kentucky. Then, yeah, it's, it's a huge, huge loop. I can see why uh, taking 74/71 through Cincinnati would probably be a lot quicker if, it, if there's no traffic or construction. But what's interesting is, at least I didn't get stuck on uh, 27 this time. It, it's funny because it routed this one through Fort Wayne, and then this time it went down US 30. And on down to US-127, to US-33, over to I-75. So if I ever get that other load that I had earlier in the week, I'm definitely uh, going to do this route because it's, it's a lot easier, a lot easier. According to the GPS, I could have made it to my customer tonight because they would have had over, overnight parking. But unfortunately, after I got past Cincinnati... Into Kentucky. Oh my God, Kentucky, you like to rain, don't you? And I don't mean just rain. We're talking like a waterfall falling from the sky. It was insane. Especially through the, the I guess you call it hills, mountains. They, they called it a mountain, I think, in this area. They might call it a mountain. And so there's, the road is literally a river. Trucks are splashing the water up at me, and like I said, it's 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 waterfalling from the sky. I got the windshield wipers on max. Barely, I like, barely can do about forty. And I don't know how they they must have better windshield wipers or something to be able to pull that off. There's just no visibility unless they just go say, "All right, I'm barreling down the mountain. Here we go. Let's go for it. Wish for the best." <laughs> and so I'm like, "All right, I'm an hour shy." Well, actually. 51 minutes I was 51 minutes shy when I got here I still have 30 minutes left of the clock I, I you know wasn't going to make it the customer um said on the on the workflow that or the messages that they did allow overnight parking but I don't think they do because according to the special instructions it says no parking for early arrivals whatever that means I'm guessing either way I would have been in a sticky situation because this one's a an appointment and they don't do it until the daytime tomorrow, so showing up early, I probably wouldn't have got unloaded anyways. Uh, so it's probably best that you know I got a little delayed, and because you know, then I'd have to sit there for my 10 hour, and then my appointment's not till six, and I probably couldn't be able to get yeah, would have been at all about 8:30, yeah, 8:30 when my 10 hour would have been up on, on that one. Would not have been good. Unless I, you know, lip, lip lump, lip, snuck over to the the dock, but it would have been a big pain in the butt. So now that I'm here, sent a message. I haven't heard a reply back, but I sent the message. It's all that matters, right? If they don't get it. It ain't my fault. <laughs> this one is an appointment one, and it's... Yeah, that's it just too dang early, six in the morning. It should have been made for like nine. Nine would have been more realistic. But I don't work in the office. And I, don't, I don't do that crap anymore. I don't have to do any of that thinking. <laughs> so here I am at this loves. And I'm worried that I'm not going to find a spot. I did something I've never done in a truck stop before. I came in the truck stop and did a loop around the parking lot. Absolutely no parking whatsoever. So I started to keep my eye out for like areas where people were starting to make parking. So I loop around a second time. And I kind of get my idea of where I where I want to do. So I start setting up to make my own spot next to this guy who's already got a spot taken because there's a spot behind him where he's already made one. So it's kind of like he made an extra row of parking there. And as I'm trying to get in that, out of nowhere, two people just decide to back, you know, just leave leave the truck stop. Oh, two new, fresh new spots. I had to maneuver my way in there and kind of block it and back up and, other people try to drive through and I'm like nope nope not moving not moving this spot's mine and then of course I did a did a 90 in there and went pretty well two pull-ups like that really matters right two pull-ups but it was one of my better 90s you know it's kind of interesting when you got people sitting on both sides of you and you're blocking everybody and you're like oh what can I do I mean I've had to wait for other people to back in and truck stops to get into their slot so got in I checked my uh, duct tape work. It's work. It's holding up like a charm. A good old... You know, it, something I need to carry on me, and I've already kind of noticed this as a couple of scenarios, is zip ties. I need to get me a pack of different size zip ties. Because right now in the truck, I do have like... I do have a drill and drill bits in my toolbox. But no zip ties. And I would have been better fixed than the uh, the tape, you know, that I use. I could have just drilled some new holes in that bottom skirt thing and then reattached it with zip ties or even some bailing wire I don't know, wire. I don't know. zip ties would have been better maybe, I don't know I mean for, for a good solid fix that you know, probably better than duct tape so next time this thing gets taken to a terminal it's going to have to be I don't know who to report that to but I'll figure something, I'll ask my fleet manager what to do I'll you know, make sure that when this trailer gets to a terminal, if I don't take it to a terminal that it gets its repair needed there's that so I had Hardee's for dinner double Swiss burger and some chicken fingers and I don't know if it was Kentucky fried or not but it was fried here in Kentucky Uh, bad joke sorry bad bad joke (laughs) Uh, this is my first time driving through Kentucky it's pretty everything's just all the trees got flowers on it they're fully green here they're fully green everything's fully green It's not like half green where it is up in Indiana and up north. So it's nice to see some pure, pure green again. It's beautiful. Although the rain could, you know, go away. We'll see how the weather is tomorrow. I think it's supposed to be uh, cloudy and rainy, but tomorrow, hopefully, I should be able to get me a load heading home. Hopefully, fingers crossed. How am I sitting on my 70 right now? 70's got 19 hours and 55 minutes on it. Hmm. There's probably a couple of days worth of work in there. But realistically, one and a half, you know. Tomorrow, I should get my load. I better. Or I'm going to be tripping balls. (laughs) Yeah, I probably should get to bed. So I don't fight the alarm clock in the morning. Drink some water. I think I have some soda. I don't want a soda. I might watch a YouTube video and just kind of go to sleep here. With that, I'm going to catch you in the morning. And I hope you enjoyed me talking about my flapping side. Flap, flap, fap, fap, pap. Okay. I'm, I'm done with the bad jokes tonight. <laughs> See you tomorrow. no Friday to me happy no Friday to me oh it would have been a happy Friday if I wasn't sitting waiting for a load yep I am less than an hour away from home I am on US 33 near St. Mary's. In a at a rest area and I'm the only one here. It's all really creepy. I mean, there has been other trucks kind of came in here. I think they just take their 30 or go to the bathroom and then they just take off. Probably trying to get home for themselves. But I guess I'll take it. There was a nice beautiful sunset tonight. Cooked me up some chili and made some rice. And some mashed potatoes. All good for a night's dinner. Although I could have been been having a steak and a beer. So, let me explain this. Alright. So, I arrive at the customer in the morning. I made it there alright. Got unloaded real quick. However, this is the first time this has happened to me where I get done and I don't have a load. so I talked to my fleet manager she said the planners were trying to figure out something that they can get for me so I can go ahead and get home and I sit there waiting for a little over an hour finally I get the pre-plan and it sends me about let's see where was I Lexington just a little bit south of Lexington, Kentucky uh, I-75 good thing it was a simple drop and hook I got that just fine everything went well however I'm looking at my clock and it looks like I can make it I, you know time wise I'm like oh I could barely make it there maybe even have like 10 minutes to spare if I push it however I still had um, Dayton and uh, Cincinnati to go through now the route they gave me was gonna send me up that damn 20, 20 20 US 27, and I already know what that's all about from from earlier in the week. And that just goes through a bunch of small towns. That's a, it's a horrible horrible run. Um, I know already know that would take five hours right there. And it would. I would even be further behind. Heck, even I already know from taking that route there wouldn't be any rest areas or truck stops because just isn't any on that on that run. So I would have to stop sooner if I wanted to take it. Yeah, I'm just, I just like said screw it, I'm going up going up 75 over to US 33. And then I'll take a it kind of goes through one small little town and I'll end up jumping up onto up uh, sneaking up, you know, sneaking up. Sneaking up to 30 US 30 to get home. But the traffic in those areas yeah, when you hit them right at that five o'clock magical hour mark, hey, you know you're going to be dead. Uh, uh, makes my head hurt. Um, and I don't know what's with Dayton, Ohio. Oh my God, I almost witnessed a wreck right in front of me. So I'm in uh, the middle lane trying to get through the traffic. And there's two cars. Well,. You know, I got my following distance. I'm doing really good there. And out of nowhere, two cars decided to go into that center lane at the same time and almost butt-fucked each other to the sides of each other. Oh, my God, that was scary. I'm thinking, oh, shit. And they're doing this right in front of me. Uh, I mean, luckily, they they one of them saw what was going on, moved out of the way. It was like, holy cow. It's one of those small things you really can't predict because they both kind of just try to do it at the same time. But yeah, that was my scary moment of the day. I was definitely like, "Oh my god!" Ooh. I would have been horrible if they hit each other. I would then I would hit them, and oh. <laughs> so that was my that was my uh, I guess you'd say uh, saving grace wake up call of the day. of something something new to kind of pay attention to when in heavy traffic areas. Oh but mm, I'm just glad that I was <laughs> just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, a little disappointed that I didn't make it home. If would, yeah, that hour that I needed, yeah, if I would have had my pre-plan beforehand. I knew what I was doing before I left the customer, I could have easily have made you know, I would have been home by now. I would have made it always something every week, isn't there? There's always something keeps me from going home the night I'm supposed to be scheduled to go home luckily I have enough of my 70 however this basically just robs me of uh, 10 hours of home time I mean I'll get there at 7 in the morning get the out of here about 5.30 ish in the morning and I still by the time I get parked it'll be about I'm going to say about 7 we'll say I'm home by 7.30 actually physically home by 7.30 but I'll probably go to the store before then because i got to get some supplies for the truck. And then get some um, some brewskis and uh, something to barbecue. Uh, to finish this load that I'm on, I've got to leave uh, like 1... I'm going to have to go like... I'm going to just do it at 1... Just to be on the safe side. 1 a.m. On, s- on Monday morning. So at least I get a little bit more than uh, 34, uh, 34 hours. But, yeah, you know, like I said, could have had two nights with the wife and the dog. But, eh, well, the wife doesn't get off and she won't be home till midnight tonight anyways. So if it had been just like, she'd just come home, we'll go to bed. But still, it's the whole, it's the whole sleeping in my own bed, you know, petting my poach. You know, you know, I want to be bitching about this every Friday, aren't I? Until I get one, I want to cheer and be like, yay, I actually made it home this time every time this has happened, it's just because I've been so far away for that last load. You know, ridiculously hundreds of miles, you know, three, four, five hundred miles away. Unlike before, you know, at least I was in Gary and I knew I shouldn't just hop, you know, go across town. Uh, But what can you do? I mean, there's still two hours, right, for tonight on my um, drive time, my 11. But I guess I've kind of burned that up. Burning, burning it up, waiting for a load. Yeah, I'm just uh, frustrated that this is like is this is like the third or fourth of the week. Has there been a, one of these that I actually got home? I have to. I got to go back and listen to my podcast, see if there's one where I actually made it. Yeah, I did make it home. There was that one time where I made it there with a couple, few minutes to spare on the clock because I was pushing it. thought I could have made this one but traffic said otherwise traffic said otherwise so I'm just sleeping here sleeping, laying here on the sleeper bunk the highway's got noise to it but at least there's no running trucks no other truckers around we'll see how it fills up by the morning I mean seriously somebody's gonna I don't want to park on look going my window oh wait a minute yeah there's one other truck in here now his lights are his, his, his clearance lights are off so he's, he's parked for the night so I actually have a neighbor now. What time is it? It is 10 o'clock at night. Wow. Is it really 10 already? Wow. We've sat late already. does it feel that late. Ooh, I'm tired. Ah, yeah. mm. oh. good to get me some rest. And tomorrow I'll go get myself loaded and supposed to rain tomorrow, too. I already looked at the weather. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least I got one good good sunny day last weekend. And we got to enjoy it sitting outside. But it's gonna rain, I'm just gonna put the awning out in the RV. And oh, still barbecue anyways. Ah. So how, how's your week going? It's going good. I hope it is. What? Oh, I hear a truck. I hear a truck. Did another neighbor pull up? yep someone's parking two slots away oh i'm gonna get some sleep and uh do a little bit of short driving in the morning basically i'm just gonna go around the corner and park my truck (laughs) you all have a good night guys bye Oh yeah, let's talk about that home time, shall we? Oh man, it was a it was a good home time. Uh, besides only losing ten hours of it, yeah. Got home on Saturday. Uh, wife and I went out shopping, and I got stuff to resupply the truck. And this time I didn't barbecue. She wouldn't let me. She she made a meal that was so good. Oh. Because normally we make our own sashimi and sushi because, you know, she's Japanese. And she made something kind of creative, like the spicy salmon and tuna sashimi. And it was really spicy and it was really good. And then she had some ika in there and ika, ika squid. And it was also... Sometimes squid can be a little oily, but depending on how this... It was just, even with the oily texture... And this flavoring she had in it, it was so good. It just, mmm, just made me want to romp her bottom later that night. Mmm. So, pretty much, that's all we had on weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Because she made a lot of it. Really enjoyed that. It was a nice, nice little treat. Something different from a barbecue. Yeah, so I missed out on some steak. But one of the biggest highlights is what happens and when we start talking and I get a few beers in me and I'm like getting ideas and some well actually I had the idea last week and yeah finally this week I thought about it a little bit more because she kept text messaging me because she liked the idea even though it was you know you know drunk talk and we decided to why not we'll give it a try and that is to move closer to the terminal we live in an RV. She's also sick of her job here. She really wants to quit and get a new job really, really, really bad. And I kind of stuck up for like just hold the job until I get settled in and get all the, the debt that I rang up from camping up in, you know, up in Appleton and helping me with the phone and uh, Yeah, so all the all the debt was paid off. So I'm like, you know, honey. If you don't like it, you know, it was only, a, you know, kind of a temporary deal anyways because she just, we needed income, while, you know, to pay the rent and, you know, pay the bills while I was getting settled into the this truck driving job, which took a couple of months before, you know, money finally started coming in at a steady pace, which now it is. It, it's, you know, coming in every week now. And it allowed us to kind of get leveled out. And I told her, if you don't like it, you want to get a new job, let's go ahead and quit. Yeah, just go ahead. And on top of that, uh, let's we, we we stayed at a, a Jellystone in Portage, Indiana last summer while I was working in Gary. So we're gonna go, not, not we're not gonna go to that campground. We're gonna go to the campground that's right next to it. It's, you know, we can move into the Jellystone later, but the one right next door to them is 450 bucks a month, which is only a hundred dollars more than what we're paying for the one here in Fort Wayne. So a hundred dollars more, I'll be a 16-minute drive from the Gary terminal, which would be nice. So if I get stuck there on a weekend or stuck there even for a 10-hour, I can just get in my car and commute home for you know 16 minutes, go home, then drive back. You know I won't have to try to hope that I find car- parking here in the truck stop here in Fort Wayne, which sometimes you know it's it's very yeah, I've had to pay for it you know on. You know, one occasion, and then it was two nights, so I had to pay for two nights. So uh, it was like thir- you know, thirty dollars to park your truck for the weekend. It's it's a good chunk of change if you didn't have a good day that day, or you know what I mean. Bites into the the trucking budget. We decided, yep, that's what we're going to do. We got a reservation, so I've got to figure out how to plan things out with the fleet manager to make sure that on the thirty first Friday for my home time, that I go to Gary, and then the plan is for me to Gary, rent a car, and come back to Fort Wayne, grab the trailer, take the trailer over to Portage, get it all set up, and so that home time weekend will probably be kind of short and busy, however, from there on end, I just, you know, get routed from my home time to the Gary Terminal, place to park, it's safe, secure, I don't have to worry about if there's anything happening to the truck while I'm not in it. And wash the truck there. It'd be a good spot to leave the truck during home time. Then I can just hop in my vehicle, drive the sixteen minutes home. My wife and I can do anything. We'll be close to Indiana dunes there, so and the Lake Michigan Beach and, and Michigan City. We'll be close to areas and stuff that you know, stuff that we want to do. Since, she, since we're kind of bored here, anyways, in Fort Wayne, we're just kind of like, oh, why just have have her job holding us here when we can go? You know, we live in the RV; we can move. We don't have to sit there and say, "Oh, we've got to sell a house; we've got to get herself out of a lease, um, or wait till our lease is up, or anything, anything like that." We just hitch up the hitch up the RV, and away we go, new spot. You know, who knows? We'll stay over there for a way. Maybe next time, you know, go. Uh, somewhere up in wisconsin near the another terminal over there or you know like i said Arizona's in the future so the phoenix you know we or georgia you know really i could i, I guess i think this gotta think this through you know the rv can allow us to move and let's just move because we're ready for something new and go to the clogary terminal we'll see how this plays out we've i've even complicated the idea maybe okay i am back I'll explain that later in a later episode because I'm actually recording this on Wednesday the 15th because I've been busy, busy, busy (laughs) and a lot of of development has happened okay so I kind of forgot what I was talking about there but I basically, yeah move closer to the Gary Terminal and we're going to play with it and see how she goes Mm. there got that out of my system okay all right um. Uh, no feedback no voice messages to play so if you wish to leave one you can go ahead and do that um, because I love having my e-penis mm, no I'm just kidding stroking my ego no I'm not like that no 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 nothing like that <sighs> okay well I'm going to wrap this episode up get her on out there to you guys so, this has been Anthony from MathWare. And from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking on ButtFuckTruck. Good night and goodbye.